Kohli drives through the covers. It's into the fence like a tracer bullet. That's how it's done. Hey, this is Arjun, and uh, today I'm with Gopal, Guru Gopal, as we call him. Hey, Gopal, how are you, Gopal? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, good. So, uh, Gopal and I are both in London. We're both big India fans, and um, we're we're both coming out of this India Australia Test series that India has just miraculously won. And a lot of our friends on our WhatsApp groups, our common groups, said, Arjun and Gopal, you guys talk so much about cricket. on whatsapp you know at 3 in the morning you're talking about it and it's really interesting so why don't you guys start a podcast and we thought well we have better things to do than to start I, a podcast this was more of an attempt for them to get rid of us from whatsapp group <laughs> so that we do something independently and not bore them and yeah that, that, uh, that was the motivation more than likely you're right so then we said okay fine let's try so you know it's, it's quite complicated <laughs> to try and set it up uh, but somehow we figured something out and then right now we are actually going to do this uh and we thought that there were some interesting discussions going on on our group and the most interesting one that i was really passionate about was a discussion that began before the series began which was on the topic of rishabh pant now i am a big fan of rishabh pant as a test cricketer in ipl and t20s and uh, internationals and in one days i think he still has a, a bit to prove but in tests i was one of two people on the group who said no rishabh pant is a no brainer he has to play but for some reason about six or seven other people on the group said actually no not no rishabh pant there are lots of arguments that are made against his wicket keeping abilities against his maturity and uh, these are intelligent cricket following friends of mine who said this so i was wondering um, whether i'm missing something about rishabh pant and so what i did was that i went back and i compared some stats for the three people that were spoken about and that were in the squad uh, one was rishabh pant second was ridhiman saha and the third name that cropped up was kl rahul as a potential wicketkeeper batsman and i said let's start by looking at their career batting averages and catches in australia before the series and we see that saha in australia has played 8 innings rahul has played 9 innings and pant has played 8 innings so let's say they are comparable Saha averages 15, Rahul averages 20, and Pant averages 54. Now this is before the series began, so Pant clearly seems to be the pick of the batsmen. The caveat is also that Rahul opened the batting in Australia. So how have openers performed is is another question. But that's fine. Let's just say Correct. that was the yeah that was also the argument that was brought up that number one cannot be compared to a number six batting position. uh and also that rahul is not a keeper so the next stat that i found was number of catches that were taken rahul has taken two catches but sure he's not a keeper so let's discount that but saha in his eight innings has taken six catches pant in his eight innings has taken 23 catches so even if you're comparing saha versus pant who are batting at the same position fielding at the same position pant has a vastly superior batting average and a vastly superior number of catches uh the other thing that pant had was that there were 9 innings where he scored 25 or more on the trot uh, which was the highest ever by any touring batsman ever in australia that was higher than he just took over from viv richards and wally hammond and this is again before he's made those two big 50s um in the second and third test matches or the third and fourth test matches so um again so some good numbers that are backing pant up was there anything else gopal that you said that you thought was tricky about well, these stats actually let me just pick your pick your brain on this uh, 25 plus 
so uh, i remember very vividly when you on the whatsapp group said uh, tendulkar has done this dravid has done this callis has done this uh, nobody has done this right this 20 string of 25 plus scores and 9 plus innings right then i went back and looked at these four so basically uh, dravid uh, towards the far end of his career towards the end of his career was the worst stretch of seven innings without a fifty right otherwise uh, in australia he's played some 20 uh, 33 innings and uh, uh, let me give you the split 33 when you say worst stretch what do you mean this is he's worse uh, than other batsmen or worse this was his worst his own part worst of his career stretch was uh, he spent seven innings without a 15 in australia right otherwise okay. otherwise even if he scored a zero in between or a less or a single digit number in between you cannot pick a stretch of seven or eight innings from uh, dravid without a 50 So that is why I think this this number of twenty five it shows me that he gets starts and nobody is saying he doesn't have the talent to get starts. But then uh, the, the, the that stat is a bit uh, it's not doing justice to the arguments that people are throwing against him, saying he is not consistent. If anything, that stat actually tells me that yeah he does have the talent. He throws it away. But so yeah, firstly, I think twenty-five is obviously an arbitrary number. Why twenty-five? But similarly, fifty is also arbitrary number. Hundred also is an arbitrary number. Why century? Just because it's a even number, right? Ninety-nine may also be as interesting. So twenty-five is just a number. Enough. But we need some number. It's small enough. Yet it's yet it's a you know twenty-five is a decent minimum score to get in Australia. It's not, in Australia it's not easy to get get a score of twenty-five to minimum, right? And many of those has gone down to make. 50 or century he scored 159 not out in sydney 2 years ago so it's not that he makes 25 or 28 and then gets out it's that he makes at least 25 which others haven't but the thing that is important about that 25 number is that it shows that he is consistent right if you're not getting out at zeros or fives or eights then that means you're consistent he's consistently scoring above 25 so i that's what i felt like that argument that pant is not consistent didn't really have too much base and i think maybe people are thinking that based on his flashiness and his fearlessness rather than actually seeing what he's produced so so this this is so i it got me thinking as to why we are uh, why people or we are specially critical uh, of pant right like uh, then i got then i started looking at uh, other x factor players from the past uh, so i've just taken a handful like gilchrist sehwag kp uh, abd and pant right uh, all of them have played fifth, at the end of 15 test matches or 30 possible innings so i accounted for their uh, uh, not outs and this and that and so uh, gilchrist has a, had an average of 47 sehwag an average of 40 uh, kp an average of 46 uh, abd of average of 42 and pant an average of 43 right? this is at what stage of their career at uh, uh, right now where pant is same number of matches played correct okay yeah. and so, test matches all over the world all over the world so there is nothing much to choose between them was but the one thing that is significantly uh, different about pant is he's the only one with an improving average uh, uh, throughout these th- uh, 13 innings or 30 possible innings or 15 games right because everybody else's average has actually they all started off with a bang So, so Gilchrist, for example, started off with a 81. Sehwag started off with a 105. AP started off with a uh, with a hundred in his first match. Uh, ABD started off slow, but then he also had a big bang. So, 
So the two people who are comparable with respect to not uh, fulfilling their potential are ABD and Pant because this they have had uh, they have not had that killer innings early on in the career, and hopefully this is that innings or that series for Pant. But one thing I find interesting, Gopal, is that look at the names you're comparing it against. You're comparing them against absolute stalwarts and legends of the game, Gilchrist, Sehwag, KP, and ABD. So if Pant is even spoken about in the same uh, vein as these guys, then he's doing something right. Because if you're not comparing him against Tatenda Taibu and other wicket keepers, right? Maybe maybe compare him against MSK Prasad. This is what I told you. You have this uh, uh, Pant victim mentality. Because I started off, <laughs> I started off by saying that this is not about. Uh, I, I'm not against Pant. I'm saying why is he facing more flack than others? And I brought up this comparison to say he compares favorably with these legends, right? And yet he's getting more flack than these legends than they did in the beginning of their career, because he has not had that one, like he's not had the peak after which. So because most lazy cricket fans just see the average and say, oh, what is this? 40. Ah, he's nothing. Like we shouldn't be comparing him to the greats of the game because he's 40 is not a great of the game. But if you look at Sehwag, Sehwag after 15 test matches averaged 40. Right? Uh, in spite of starting off with a bang and everything. And Sehwag, in fact, uh, his, uh, after 15 test matches was at the lowest average of his career. Okay. I want, I, I want to talk about, I want to break down Rishabh Pant into three parts. One is Rishabh Pant, the batsman. One is Rishabh Pant, the wicketkeeper. And third is Rishabh Pant, the player of India's Test eleven. So let's quickly start about him as a batsman. You brought up some really good stats and you're comparing him against some really uh, legendary players. Um, uh, when we go back to the discussion that we've had with our friends, even after the third Test match, when Pant was the guy who kind of salvaged the draw for India in, on that last day, um, people were still questioning his maturity. They're still questioning his batting. They're saying that this guy maybe doesn't have the right grit even after that. And I was very surprised. And again, I said that there were two friends of us who were really batting for Panth throughout the thing. And then the two of us, that guy's name is Melvin. So Melvin and I spoke and we thought, you know, are we missing something? You know, are we idiots that we're not seeing something about Panth and maybe are we too biased? And uh, this, the thing that I think lends itself to Rishabh Panth is that he has that maturity. He showed it, he's shown it in tough situations like the third test and the fourth test. He also shown it when he comes out to bat. He doesn't start whacking the ball from ball one. He does actually start by seeing the conditions and then deciding how to play the ball. And when he's when he's playing the fast bowlers especially, I think he has a lot of time. So he's able, he actually has one of the best averages in the series against Pat Cummins. I think Pat Cummins has gotten Pujara out something like three times or five times, Gill out for like no, nothing, pretty much no average. But Pant averages something like 80 against uh, Pat Cummins. So I think he does really well against the fast bowlers, but he struggles a little bit against people like Nathan Lyon, where he probably has that Sevag mentality like, you know, off spinner. What, what is an off spinner? I'm just going to whack an off spinner without thinking. Uh, and finally, before I, I let you speak on this, the other thing that. Um, the think tank behind uh, Indian cricket, you know, Sridhar and all these guys are suddenly becoming so popular, have said is that they really wanted a left-handed batsman in there, especially when Jadeja was the only real left-handed option uh, to bring him in at five and they sent him before Vihari. And I think that's something that is really important, you know, uh, to bring that lefty-righty combination really unsettles the bowling. Um, So I think that's another thing that's 
pointing positively towards uh, so, so let, let, let me paint another picture as to why why people find the funds uh, disappointing or annoying etc and there, and there's a reason why check uh, selected these grades of the game right like gilchrist sehwag kp abd right all of them had played more one dayers uh, by the time they played their 15 test matches than pant did significantly more and all of them had established themselves as people who can be consistent in one dayers right except sehwag sehwag was like an anomaly like people thought he was fit a perfect one day player but is one day like uh, he is nowhere near the modern greats of the game when it comes to one day but gilchrist kp abd uh, all three of them were stalwarts of the one day game right uh, they had scored uh, multiple centuries in one day and that is where i think the disappointment the, there is a there is a creep of um, of uh, goal creep uh, as you say so it's like oh, uh, so we are we are judging pant the odi batsman versus pant the overall batsman because in odis if you see he's been given a lot of chances like uh, one may argue that oh he's been given chances um, in terrain never really allowed to settle his place etc but he's been given chances so are you trying to say that that pant has not had that ability or that chance to gain that maturity uh, the same way that the others have uh, also i don't know what the ages those guys were when they played 30 you know maybe they were you know, way older than him this guy is 23 today pant maybe they maybe these others were 25 26 so they gained that maturity or that uh, that you know that opposite of x factor you know that that people are talking about so so uh, again the interesting start about pant even in list a cricket or versus first class cricket he averages 50 plus in first class cricket versus he averages only 20 i'm just looking at the number now 29.36 in 52 list a games right wow. so so it it definitely seems like people are judging him by the, just because he is aggressive people are judging him with the wrong yardstick saying hey but okay today after his after the australia series is over do you think pant as a batsman should be questioned not as a position in the team but pant's batting ability should it be something that you have a lot of doubts about i i am so again my my problem is uh, he is a 23 year old kid the more people who just tell him that oh you are doing everything perfectly amazing just keep doing just go for it from ball one then they're doing him disservice the thing is he did show maturity he did play maturely in this in the store and in test matches in general he has played with maturity so to say that oh look he always had maturity and he or oh he doesn't need maturity is like doing him disservice that's my point like he's a 23 or a guy he should not it should not get to him that he can just go out there and whack it just like he tries to do in one day cricket and uh, okay like let's let's talk about his keeping ability okay let's switch gears now we have always heard people say that Rishabh Pant is the incumbent wicketkeeper abroad. Vridhiman Saha should be the incumbent wicketkeeper at home because <laughs> yeah. at home spinning tracks really difficult to keep. Saha is a better keeper, which I think everyone agrees. Saha is the better keeper. There's no question. We've also heard recently Shridhar and people like that, who's the fielding coach for India, have said that uh, Pant in the last uh, three months, two months, has spent a lot of effort on his fitness, on his wicketkeeping drills. He's lost something like six or seven kilos. and so he's getting better and probably the only way that pant will really get better is if we invest in him and we give him the opportunity to keep a lot in india which he hasn't had too much of a chance to do 
uh, what is your thought on his uh, keeping ability so i again this is a kind of a left field thing but i don't think uh, keeping is we have not seen keeping uh, lose matches because in general the the level of keeping across the world so across the world with the opposition teams etc has not made it a competitive advantage to be a better keeper right if everybody is keeping badly you don't need a superb keeper who will save save you those five bites you just want your guy to not drop the easy ones So, that's a good point and also the you know especially places like australia england south africa when batting averages are so low that means that those chances will keep coming again exactly. it's not like it's unlikely that a drop of a steve smith on on 10 runs is going to end up conceding 140 more runs and, and plus uh, like you see like because there are so many more glaring fielding errors uh, <laughs> like prithvi shaw dropping a dolly and mayank agarwal dropping a dolly and then bumrah dropping a dolly that you kind of forget that keeping was was average gopal let's talk about the alternatives um so i have five names there are alternatives to rishabh pant one is vritiman saha 36 year old but still very fit you know it's not the end of his career second name is kl rahul um okay, what is your thought on KL Rahul as an option in test matches i don't i don't think he should be made to keep in test matches at all i okay. i don't think he's a it, keeper it, i i don't believe he's a keeper like he, but the thing is uh, the more he does like he he could become someone like a butler right like uh, who's uh, if besto is not available then suddenly because he has to keep his place he's like no no i am the test keeper even though he's clearly second best like uh, it, it seems like they did something to me. i i don't understand how your best keeper will keep in a test cricket but not keep in one day cricket when you have him on the side so it's yeah. it's a weird combination that they have uh, with besto and uh, butler but i think the more kl keeps the better he'll become and maybe he's not a bad option but at the moment he's not, he's not been keeping in first class cricket at all and even his batting do you think do you think his yeah, batting yeah, yeah. is alone enough to get him into the team like is this something that the indian team should invest in saying that uh, kl rahul is he like you know rahul dravid he's going to get into the team but he'll save a spot because we do we can't think of a second option you know we can't we don't have a msk prasad then all of these are our alternatives you know vijay dahiya nayan mohan kr on gets in uh, to the team if rahane or pujara are in, injured i think i, I think that's and, the spot that he will uh, fit into slot into okay what about option number 3 uh sanju samson who i think of as kind of similar to kl rahul can't really be keep that similar well. to I think he's similar to Pant, if anything. So you're saying he's as good as Pant? He's a sweeter timer of the ball than Pant is, but his time, all the problems that you have with Pant uh, comes with uh, Samson. You're not getting rid of those problems. To all those people who say, "Oh, this guy is not mature. This guy is just goes for it, and this guy does not keep as well," everything is true for Samson, and none of his numbers actually prove that he is going to be significantly better than Pant in. Uh, at least from his first class numbers he, so you're a, saying he's too similar he's not someone that you that you that is worth investing in for that longer format because you are already investing in pant correct 
and and uh, okay. if, if anything uh, uh, Pant and uh, Samson can be like the test versus one day kind of uh, test versus T20 option. okay we, we'll get to we'll get to limited overs I think that's a separate but interesting conversation uh, so we've spoken about Saha Rahul Samson number four on the list is Ishan Kishan I like this game man and did you see the the MI uh, behind the scenes uh, series on Netflix yes Uh, so this was about two seasons ago, a season, and this guy came across as so immature. <laughs> Ishan Kishan is almost like crying, "Oh, I didn't get to bat" or something like a very, very immature kid. But then uh, last season, uh, like again, we are looking at these guys, these guys through the IPL lens. But uh, last season, he really proved something to me. like. Uh, uh, that is why I don't want Pun to get too complacent. Oh, I am so awesome. Like it feels like it can get to people when there's like when Rohit Sharma says I will play this way. That's because he's thirty five, right? He's taken a lot of cop. He's done whatever. He's Rohit Sharma, right? Pant cannot and should not be that way. So I agree that of the four alternatives mentioned so far, Ishan Kishan probably feels like the best kind of alternative in the future. Um, so Ishan Kishan is twenty two. As opposed to Pant's twenty-three, Ishan Kishan has a very good FC record. Kind of similar in a way to uh, what you said about Pant. Ishan Kishan has a better first-class record than he has a list A record. Ishan Kishan averages thirty-eight in Ranji in forty-four matches. He scored five centuries, and his top score is two seventy-three for Jharkhand. And remember, he's only twenty-two, so he started playing in two thousand sixteen, right? Almost five years ago, he started playing when he was seventeen years old, and he's performed well. So I think he has. a lot of potential plus i think his wicket keeping is quite good i think he kind of can hopefully be our quinton de cock in a way uh, if he ends up if he end up, ends up continuing this way i think the problem with a wicket keeper batsman is that they have to be a certain level good at wicket keeping so for example if pant was just a just a player in the one in the first class circuit he wouldn't have had a look in i don't think he would have had a look in i think Then you would have looked at other alternatives like uh, Shreya. Even with his even with his first class average of fifty plus, I think so. I think so. I think Pant would not have had a look in yet. I, I, see, we are talking about a time in the last two three years where we've had three wicket keepers playing for India, batting in the eleven in the in the World Cup. Also, we've had three wicket keepers playing for India. So India is open to the idea of having people play wicket keepers play as pure batsmen. Uh, even Ishan Kishan played as a pure batsman. Not right? in test matches. Uh, not in test matches, though. Yeah, because we've never had them, right? That's what I'm saying. We've always had a Vijay Dahiya option, so we've never had this. We've had, I think, uh, you know, Parthiv Patel uh, at best as a second. Hey, uh, did second option. did Karthik did Karthik play as a test batsman with Dhoni in the team? You know, he might have played a couple of matches here or there. I I'm pretty sure Karthik has. Has, but uh, I would say it's probably a handful. But that's just a guess. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I want to come back to topic. So we spoke about four alternatives so far. We are both kind of th- uh, thinking that Ishan Kishan is a good alternative. Then there's number yeah. five, and this is K S Bharat. Is Now Bharat, a uh, Bharat. Yeah. So Bharat is again. He's 27 years old. He has played a lot in his Ranji. He his stats are very similar to Ishan Kishan. He averages 38, same as Kishan. He scored eight centuries in sixty-nine games. His uh, top score is three hundred and eight. He was backup to Saha in India's Test team a couple of years ago in India, and even uh, a couple of days ago when they announced 
the five backup players, kind of like the COVID backup players for the England uh, home series. Uh, yeah. Bharat's name is on there. So he in test cricket is kind of um, somewhere in you know, borderline. Any thoughts on him? Bharat, basically, if you look at his last five innings, ten innings, uh, he's not too impressive. Right? Uh, he he's got one fifty in uh, in the last five first class games, and plus the fact that he doesn't get exposure with the IPL or this and that, he he's good, but I I don't know. I'm not really sold on on him. So it seems like we are in a similar boat where we feel like Rishabh Pant perhaps is. India's number one choice for test keeper, even at home, one would think, yeah. but we can get get to home a little bit. And Ishan Kishan perhaps is uh, second choice, but for now he's still far away. He still has to make his make his strides in international cricket. Um, speaking of playing at home, we have a very big home series coming up, which is India England. Four test matches, two of them are on the spinning tracks of Ahmedabad, uh, of Chennai, and then two of them are in Ahmedabad. Uh, I don't know how this Motera track in Ahmedabad is going to play, but one of them is a day-night pink ball test where one would think that it's not as difficult to keep, or at least the pace bowlers may come in a little bit more. So the question here is, is Saha going to play? Because throughout this last two months, we heard Saha is going to play. No, no. I think uh, it's... Uh, uh, should he play is another question, but uh, I'm almost 100% sure he won't play. Okay, so you're confident that Rishabh Pant should and will keep and that's because he's A, he's good enough and B, you know, we have to rely on him ultimately. Yeah, correct. Uh, Especially without Jadeja and you brought up Sridhar's point about left-hander, etc. Without Jadeja, uh, unless they think Aksar is the next Jadeja and uh, I I don't think there is a way in which Pant gets wrong. Yeah, and Sridhar said, said something positive about Pant a couple of days ago, he says that um, Pant will play, you know. But it, then again, you know, Sridhar, A, he's just Sridhar, right? Ultimately, <laughs> he doesn't decide. Uh, he has an opinion. And uh, B, you know, these guys say the same thing. They said the same thing about Pant after he scored his 159 in 2018. Said that, you know, this guy's going to play forever. And then first test match this time, he was dropped. There's, there's a group of people who are like, oh my God, Pant has proved himself, vindicated. Everything is right, all good about him. And this other group is not quite able to say why they don't like Pant. So, you know, Gopal, one thing that I think is almost certain is that if Saha does play in the England home series, which I think is a small possibility because, let's face it, he is a better keeper against spin. If he does play, then I think this talk of playing Pant as a pure batsman is rubbish. I think there is no way Pant gets into the team. I think people who think that are not really thinking through the batting lineup. How is Pant going to play if India is going to play five bowlers, which they will. There is no doubt that India is going to play five bowlers at home. Uh, it has worked for them. And the think tank have said, we are playing five bowlers. If you play five bowlers, plus Saha, means you're playing five batsmen. You have Gil and you have Rohit at top. You have Pujara. You have Kohli coming back. And you have Rahane at five. That's it. Then your number six has to be your all-rounder, like a... Washington Sundar or Ashwin or Jadeja or someone like that. Pandya, I don't think Pandya is getting into the team at all, right? Pandya may get in maybe one test match just to give him that practice because remember, Kohli has come and said that Pandya is going to play as a batsman because he's still injured, his back is still injured, he's not going to bowl. Who's he going to drop? Are you going to drop Kohli? But but didn't Kohli also say that uh, 
Pandya only gets into the test team if he bowls. Did he? Well, he's contradicting himself then, because uh, three days ago he said that uh, Pandya is good enough as a pure batsman. Immediately after the ODI series in Australia, he said uh, we've spoken about Pandya. He understands that he only gets into the test team if he bowls. <laughs> Which makes sense. So it's quite okay. Maybe there's a surprise there. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you with the with the top five. Let's talk about quickly one day cricket and T20 cricket. So limited overs. Rishabh Pant. is someone who is this exciting swashbuckling player yet kl rahul has been given the go as wicketkeeper batsman for t20s and odis what do you think gopal uh, like i said before i i 100% agree with this like uh, because uh, pant has not proved himself in one day Let's move on and let's talk about talking points. Now, talking points is a segment where I have come up with two little discussion points that Gopal does not know about, and similarly, Gopal has come up with two little discussion points that I don't know about. And we're gonna put forth these points, and we each have uh, one minute to speak about these points. So, uh, maybe I'll go first, and I'll provide my talking point and give Gopal the sixty uh, seconds to talk about it. my talking point is navdeep saini will never play another test match for india <laughs> okay uh okay i disagree with this one because uh, i think test match cricket is making a comeback uh, in in the number of cricket matches that we play and uh, also the mo- interest in cricket matches Uh, I always felt Navdeep Saini was not a very good uh, first class uh, T20 bowler. He was quick. Uh, he was good on some pitches but not really very useful. And he could clock 145 in most games consistently. So I thought if he needed pace and bounce he's he's your guy. Uh having said that uh, so uh, given that India would play about 7 between 7 and 10 test matches 10 test matches a year. Uh and Navdeep Saini is now 27 28 so he might play till let's say is 35 uh, so he has 80 test matches that india is going to play 80 to 90 test matches that india is going to play by the time the time he's active so given that kind of scenario and given uh, bumrah will be injured you may want to rest people for the world cup and this and that bumrah shami and umesh is obviously not getting any younger Uh, Ishan is going to retire in the next one and a half years, so I think Sani Sani is going to play and probably a sphere head fast bowler uh, soon. Okay, Gopal, maybe you give me a talking point. Okay, now now this this is going to be uh, this is going to be interesting. So okay, COVID has basically forced away teams. or test teams to be much better tourists than previously and we are going to see much more competitive uh, test series uh, going forward i think this is this is very good topic first i think there's pros and cons to the way covid has changed away team tours the disadvantage is that test cricket tours are very long 
uh, unlike most sports but these players now have to be in isolation they have a lot of restrictions that are placed upon them and their families from coming in and out even going outside their little bubbles and that's hard mentally it's hard we may think that you know okay these guys are paid how many ever millions or crores but ultimately there are still people who need that uh, mental space and we've seen so much about mental anxiety coming into cricket where you kind of need to switch off from cricket and you need to be able to roam around freely uh, not necessarily to restaurants but even within your hotel within different floors of your hotel to relax but at the same time i think the advantage that it has brought in is that it is forcing teams to bring in many more players than they would have otherwise especially players like net bowlers who ultimately we've seen in the case of natrajan uh, and shardul have made a made a, their debuts for india and, and uh, wonderful debuts at that so i'd say both ways is true so i'm going to give you my second point now before you give me this a detour in in a way from what we've been discussing but i'm going to say big bashes change in rules uh, like a point at the end of the 10th over and a player substitution is a failed attempt at innovation firstly i think innovation is necessary in cricket to keep it interesting and we may disagree but today t20 is the most popular format of cricket and t20 is a form of innovation that came out over just over a decade ago these things like one is substitutes but also the 10 uh, over rule where the team which has got a higher score in 10 overs gets a bonus point i think creates a whole different mentality and strategy does a team end up bowling out their best bowler <clears throat> going for that one point and possibly sacrificing a win at the end similarly in batting lineup in your batting strategy in your fielding strategy it just brings in a whole different dynamic into the game that is actually innovation whereas things like the 10 over timeout break which is nothing but an ad break i would say is not innovation that would be a failed attempt at innovation here we're trying it out in a small tournament like the big bash league which is not you know a world tournament uh, which is the right place to try it out it's it's still not a tiny tournament you know it's it's still a tournament where you have good quality international players playing so you can try it out and if it works and it works then this is where cricket should be headed t20 is a simple format right i think it complicates it too much for the new crowd that you're trying to draw in whereas this 10 over thing is just an innovation for the sake of it okay um i'll give you my next talking point which is i don't think prithvi shaw has played yeah. his last test for india in fact i think prithvi shaw will play 100 test matches for india hmm uh, this this guy so i i really think it's not easy to be scoring a test century right and he scored one on debut with all the nerves opening the batting yes it was in india yes it was against the west indies but uh, doesn't matter uh, this kid has serious talent uh, i think in a way it's good that shubman gill kind of got off the ground flying because that will i think urge and egg uh, prithvi shaw on to do great things uh, because the it's it's lonely being the sole kid who is like the next big thing etc now he has to prove himself i has to prove that no it's like i'm better than gil or i'm i'm as good as gil 
have to win my place back in the side and so on and so forth usually when you're a, when you're a player who can play 100 test matches uh, then uh, you you like these these challenges right if you're that kind of player then you like these challenges and you look back and say so i would say that uh, unless he so if he makes a break back into this team in the next 2 3 years and has a string of at least uh, okay let let me not uh, hedge my bets if he makes a break back into his team not because of injury but because of performances i think he'll be here to stay superb okay thank you gopal for your analysis thank you man uh, this is good uh, good pilot let's see let's see uh, let's see if people enjoy us more in this format or uh, we stick to our <laughs> whatsapp days we shall gopal okay thank you very much right. i'll see you around gopal from Prasad that's the way to do it just hammered for four he comes right back and uproots his off stump